Hi, and welcome back to the All Sports Focus Podcast. Today we're back here with our weekly NFL podcast. I'm back here with Ryan, Brady, and Gage. Say what's up, boys. What's up, boys? What's up? All right, we're back. We're back. Um, crazy final week of the NFL. Absolutely insane. And then Black uh, Coach Coach Black Monday. Well, what do you want to call it? Black Monday. The coach firings happened. All those happened. So it's been it's been a crazy last couple of days in the NFL. Um, we're going to start off with breaking news and takeaways, like every week. And we're going to talk about who we predict is going to win each award, the end of the season awards. Then we're going to take talk about each wild card game this weekend, just kind of recapping what we think is going to happen and stuff like that. And then our national championship games from the Monday night game, our takeaways from that game. Then we're going to kind of base in our uh, game picks for the wild card round into that last segment. So those are our segments for the for this podcast. And um, I'm going to start off the breaking news. I think everybody knows where I'm going to go with this, but I'm so happy. Joe Judge and Dave Gettleman are finally gone. Two biggest jokes in the Giants The franchise. Giants are finally doing something good for once. It's It's insane. If we make a good GM hire, I will be fine. And a good coach hire besides Matt Nagy, I think we'll be fine. Or Urban Meyer. Either of those two, we made a good choice. Um, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass over the breaking news to Ryan. Ryan, I want to hear some of your breaking news. I'll let you take this one. Yeah, I'll throw it uh, to college football, actually. All right. Had uh, already two Georgia players announced that they're transferring. And seven from the Alabama team are transferring out, yep. and I don't think it's going to stop there. I think we'll see a lot of uh, a lot of guys who didn't play as much as they maybe thought they should have transferring out. Yeah, that's that's this day and age in college sports right there. And to kind of kind of build off that, I know this is the NFL one, but I'm going to build off that. Uh, Jackson Dart, the USC starting quarterback, is transferring out, which basically means that he probably got informed that Caleb Williams. Oklahoma starting quarterback from this last year is most likely transferring in, which is a crazy get for USC and Lincoln Riley. But just want to put that out there. Um, Brady and Gage. Oh, no, Gage. Gage, what are your breaking news here? Love it. Love it. All right. Brady. I'm not even most excited for. Okay. But. But. <laughs> I was going to say the Steelers made the playoffs. <laughs> That's just mine. Yeah. Hey, they got there. You know, got to give them that. You think they're going to win games? <laughs> I was I was so – absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I'm Honestly, I personally feel like we would have been in a better spot missing the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> better draft pick. But yeah, exactly, because we're not getting by Kansas City, and even if we do, we're not getting past Cincinnati or Tennessee. <laughs> Maybe Tennessee. Exactly. Know. You guys beat them, but um, uh, Brady, what about your breaking news? Um, I'll just leave this. I'll just leave it up in the air. I guess I did say the Colts were eliminated, obviously, because the playoffs are set. But yeah. I really had nothing else except all the coaches that were. Fire. Yeah, terminated. Um, I'll just I'll go through those real quick, just in case you guys haven't seen, which would be very shocking to me. But uh, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are both gone from the Bears. 
uh, Mike Zimmer and I don't know their first their GM's first name, but Spillman. Maybe Rick, yeah, are both gone. Um, Brian Flores fired, which was very, very surprising. And that then, was I feel like that was the most surprising one out of them all. Yeah. Like by far. All the other yeah, ones. Absolutely. Were kind of, all the other ones were Especially just given their record this year. Yeah. The the last exactly. The last half of the season, how well they played, and then for them to fire them. Um and I saw that kind of puts like a halt on the Sean Watson thing. Yeah. Because that was one of his main reasons for going there. Yep. Um, and then I meant to say this before I even started the breaking news, but I was so excited about the Giants. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Justin Herbert, man. That Sunday night football game, he freaking balled out. Like, he was he was insane. That was – I'll, I'll get more to that. Game all year. Yeah, I'll get more to that in the takeaways, but, man, he played some good football. Um, yeah, that was that was game of the year for sure. Yeah, I, I completely. Oh agree. yeah. Um, but I know I know Gage was getting a little scared during that game. Uh, he's oh, like, oh, I I mean, you saw our group chat; it was yeah. brutal. Gage is like, "Holy crap, we made the playoffs!" And I'm like, "What? What? 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 What if they tie?" Gage is like, "Oh, they're not going to tie. It's fine." But no, and did you see the thing that was both Derek Carr? And uh, their interim coach. coach both came out and said that they were like seriously considering a tie. Yeah. Uh, con- yeah, their timeout kind of changed their mind. Yeah. Well, well, if you read on in Derek Carr's quote, though, he kind of he doesn't always he doesn't didn't confirm it for sure. Yeah, he, uh, he kind of walked back his words later on in the quote. It's. It's sure interesting. I'm gonna touch on that in the takeaways, but anybody else got any breaking news? I think we all kind of have the same things. Uh, what about Weddle coming out of retirement to try? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I just thought about yeah. that today. Yep, Eric Weddle. Uh, after the injury to a, the Rams starting safety in the Week 18 game, they went to a guy that played with them the last couple of years of his uh, his career and got Eric Weddle, bring him out of bring him out of retirement for the postseason. So that's a very interesting decision, um, but let's see how it turns out. Um, all right, you guys ready to hop in takeaways? I think I'm good. I'm good. Let's do it. Right. I am. My first takeaway is I'm going to say this one, and I'm going to let you guys take over. Um, I said it was basically my breaking news, but the Giants started the offseason the right, made two great decisions in my eyes to start off the offseason, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm yeah, gonna... I had one that it was once. I had one that was Giants are finally doing good things for once. Yep. Um, that's all I've got. Uh, Ryan, give me one of your takeaways. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm really liking uh, where Tennessee's heading going into the playoffs. Ooh. I think them locking up that one seed is going to be huge for them. And with Derrick Henry uh, clearing the IR and ready to come back for playoffs. That that one that getting that one seed was huge for them. Giving Derrick Henry that extra week with them not having yeah, a game. Yeah, give, give him an extra week, and I mean the level he was playing at, where he was he literally finished top ten and hadn't played in rushing yards, rushing touchdowns, and hadn't played since October. Yeah, yeah. So that's a dude that they're getting back. Yep, yeah, I completely agree. 
Uh, Gage, what about you? Got a takeaway? Uh, yeah, I had uh, three more that we haven't mentioned, but I'll okay. only do one of them. I... I get, sounds like Gage having some technical difficulties. Uh, Brady, why don't you take over some of your takeaways? Right. This one is for the Rams. Matthew Stafford needs to step up if the Rams want to compete in the playoffs. He has not looked good the last few weeks, honestly, not just this week, but especially that throw in overtime, bro. That was yeah. absolutely terrible. Like you gotta you gotta be better if you want to compete for the Super Bowl. Which I think he can. But that's that's what I Yeah, I he's not been very smart with the ball the last couple of weeks, that's for sure. So um uh, Which I is think, definitely think... odd considering his normal playing style. Yeah. Like, you never really saw a ton of turnovers from him in Detroit. He was usually pretty calculated with the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Gage is I think Gage is good now, so Gage, why don't you hop back in? Oh, okay. I said uh, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are both top seven, maybe even top five quarterbacks in the league right now. I, yeah, that was, that was one of my takeaways as well, so I 100% agree with you. Um, Brady, Ryan, you agree with that? Or yeah, I agree. absolutely. I think both the Chargers and the Bengals have their franchise quarterbacks, and now they've just got to keep building around them. Yeah, the Bengals need to get an offensive line in front of Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a question, but who would you rather have, Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert? I think it depends what you're looking for. Joey Joe Burrow is a lot smarter, I think, in his decision-making. But Herbert's way more of an athlete, out of the pocket, making those on-the-run throws, scrambling. Yeah. So, they both, they both that, bring that's different. a tough one. They both bring different aspects to the game. But if you were a GM, you could not be mad with having either of them as your quarterback. So. Yep. Um, I might take Burrow just for his sense of humor. <laughs> Joe Thiesty. Uh Ryan hinted at this in the breaking news segment, but it was only fitting that the last game of the year was the game of the year. What a what a great way to finish off the regular yeah. season. I mean, that, that was insane. Um, and then another of my takeaways was the the Carson Wentz and Frank Reich Reich. Uh, reunion might not be a long-term answer from the Colts. I don't think it is. I just, I mean, it might have been an, might have been an off they game. Got, might have been. They kind of got game. carried all year by my game, my man JT. Yeah. Uh, I just Carson Wentz is way too inconsistent in my eyes. He just so, has no postseason experience. Yeah. He's never been there in the in the crunch times and in those clutch performances. It's what he always struggled with. You can't yeah. count on him. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the Colts game, like I said last week with just me and Brady, we are a very back and forth podcast here. And Jags, I think I think the Jags must have listened to our podcast because I told them last week they're the worst at everything in the NFL. Andy, and, I'd like uh, to say on behalf of both of us, we must apologize to. Yeah, the they clowns. came out and showed up to play. Yeah. Holy crap! 
Trevor Lawrence showed his true potential with freaking Marvin Jones as number one wide receiver. Uh, the worst at everything in the NFL is the, uh, the New, New York, York Giants. Giants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we were to do an end-of-season post uh, power rankings right now, the Giants would be my number 32. 100%. Oh, 100%. Um, but like I was saying for the Jags, uh, that was really good showing to see – we a good way to end the season seeing uh, Trevor Lawrence play like that and for them to still get the one seed. You got to be happy with that. Um, Ryan, Brady, Gage, what are your guys' other takeaways? Anybody just go ahead and take over. Um, I have one. All right. That is the way the Cowboys wanted to end the season with their offense going into the playoffs. Yep. They, their offense hasn't looked amazing and – that was definitely the way they wanted to end coming into the playoffs. Yep, good point. I don't think the Bucks are as good as they were last year. And then my oh okay, <laughs> right? You can elaborate. I just just looking at the first half of that game. I mean, all their starters were still playing. Yeah, but they couldn't get anything going until the second half and. Last year, this time they were playing their best football, and they were on a, a true incline going into the into the playoffs. And mm-hmm. I just haven't been seeing that they weren't they weren't winning the big games like dominantly like they did last year. Yeah, kind of kind of piggyback on that. Without having Chris Godwin or Antonio Brown, that's that's really going to hurt them. I've stood by that. They're getting Leonard yeah. Fournette back, but. Man. You lose that slot deep threat. Mm-hmm. Chris Godwin's going to run past people. And so Antonio, is Antonio Brown, Brown. Yeah, with all the issues he has off the field and now on the sidelines, um, <laughs> he still is an absolute threat from the slot when he has his shoulder pads on. Wow. <laughs> Just dogging him. <laughs> but you, you lose that when uh, – when he threw his jersey into the stands and <laughs> ran off the end zone. So. Oh, man, Ryan. Oh, Gage, what do you got? He's not lagging. So my last takeaway was Woo! more of a, was more of a <laughs> Steelers oh. one, and I said the Steelers and higher <laughs> off. Revolves around Najee Harris. <laughs> to repeat that for you guys, the Steelers' <laughs> entire offense revolves around Najee Harris, is what Gage is saying. Um, I don't know if Gage is able to elaborate, but uh, he's t- he's told me this before. Um, Big Ben and whatever their wide receivers, Big Ben's arm is shot. So, and with a very poor offensive line, in my opinion, uh, Najee Harris still gets the ball crap ton for a rookie, and he's a good running back. I couldn't believe Big Ben converted the fourth and eight that yeah. he did. That was mm-hmm. I was shocked. Um, but yeah, that's that's what Gage was trying to say. Wanted to put that put that out <laughs> out there for you guys. Um, <clears throat> anybody else got any other takeaways? Nope. No, I think everything else get covered. Yep. Uh, I've actually I've got one more. Um, I know Gage. I don't know if Gage ever said this in the breaking news, but Basaka, however you say his name, the interim head coach for the Raiders, 
I don't think they will, but if they somehow beat the Bengals, there's a serious consideration that he might be there next year as their head coach. Mm-hmm. Just putting I that out there. He is. Yeah, I, I think with everything the that they had to endure and made it through and to still make the playoffs, they got to give him a shot. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you had two guys arrested and the whole John Gruden thing and everything that they went through this year to still make the playoffs. Yeah, that was crazy. Um. Brady, you got your weekly question, or you not have one this this week? I don't. It was so hard to come up with one this week. I I couldn't. It's the playoffs, you know. It's not like I'm gonna ask yep. who's gonna make the last playoff spot. It's not really a question anymore. Yep. I I just right. I don't know. All right. Uh, after our breaking news and uh takeaways, we're gonna hop into our first break, and we'll be coming back with our award winners. Lighter. Not in the room. Numbers, work wonders. You didn't woke me up from my eternal slumber. I'm the lightning, you're the thunder. There's a difference between I need Welcome back. And I want you to our award winners. We think they win each yearly award like MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defense Player of the Year, Offensive, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, and Comeback Player of the Year. Those are the ones we're going to be going through. So we're going to start with the MVP. I think this could be a controversial one, but I think we should probably all have the same um i'm gonna give the honors to brady yeah. who, who do you have mvp hmm. here i got aaron Rodgers. that's who i have um i mean yeah another that's who i had phenomenal season and yep. he's going back to back yeah i don't know what his touchdown to interception ratio was but i mean it was low as shit yeah. for interceptions <laughs> crazy um I'm going to do a little research. Let's see what it says. Um, this is all time. Uh, okay, that's his history one. Whatever. Uh, but we just know it was really good. Um, not really much Not really much you can say. Um, you guys got anything else for the MVP? I, mean, I would like to say the no. fact that Tom Brady's even competing for the MVP is something. For the, yeah. for the age, he is phenomenal. He's playing until he's 55. Hey, he, fi- he finished the the NFL leading in passing yards. I know. That's and crazy. was it touch? Three I think he – and touchdowns, yeah. Um, 45, 46 touchdowns. I think this has got to be the most controversial one, or if not the first and the second. Offensive player of the year. I, on, I honestly Gage. have two options for this one. But we're going to one. Got you. Got to pick your favorite. Uh, one. All right. But Gage. Gage. Let's see. Jonathan yeah. Taylor. <laughs> I'm not sure. Man, Milton. I've, I've got someone else. I do too. I respect the Cooper Cup. I've got Cooper okay. Cup. Okay. Yeah, I got, I got Cooper. Cooper Cup. I got Cooper. I mean, he won. He won the triple crown. For, I mean, here. that's. It's it's gonna be one of the two. Oh, obviously. Oh, yeah. Two options. But it's just the fact that it's going to be hard for the selection committee, I don't know what you want to call them, for a wide receiver that won the Triple Crown not to pick it. Yeah, that's true. I think it also hurts Jonathan Taylor not making the playoffs. Yeah, that is true. Like Just just the image of them being Mm -hmm. at home and the Rams being in the playoffs, I think 
tilts the scale a little bit in Cooper Cup's favor. That's a that's a good point. Um, don't get me wrong; either option is a good option, but just like I've said, both of hard. them had phenomenal years. Yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely. This is hard. Like I said, it's hard to go against a wide receiver that just won the triple crown and not give them offensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But honestly, I wouldn't be mad with uh, Jonathan Taylor winning it. Not at all. I wouldn't be mad with either of them winning it. They're both good yeah, players. Yeah, I like both, both of them. guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, I like Jonathan Taylor more, but. Yeah. I'm going to. Of course you do. All right. Defensive player of the year. Give engage back to back because this is. TJ Watt, baby. Yeah. It's my guy. Mm-hmm. Not this, even close. This is a no doubter. No, this should be an. And then, did you guys anonymous. see that they were they're reviewing that like fumble play to see if he broke the sack record? Yes, you oh, happened. Really? You ha- wait. You didn't know. I think Gage just told us like fifty times. <laughs> I didn't. I never even heard him. Say Brady, that, wow. You talked about the Bengals every single podcast. I, I don't know, want to hear. Let me have my. Let me have my twenty three and a half sacks of joy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a sack. I personally think it was a sack. Mm-hmm. And I think if I see if I'm the NFL, I'm crap. I'm giving it to him. He did that in in a 17 game season, but he didn't even play all 17. What did he play? 15. Yeah, he, he didn't even play 16. He played all, he only played 15. And how many did straight? I think Strahan played, played all 16, 16 that year yep. for the Jets. Yeah. All 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's insane. There's just no way to put that. That's insane. Don't, don't even don't even need to talk about that one. Just it's obvious. Up there with one of the best defensive seasons of all time. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And he barely played, like or like he missed a few games. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, Ryan. I'm giving you. I'm giving you a tough one here. Putting you on the spot. Offensive rookie of the year. Ah. Uh. I'm between Jamar Chase and Mac Jones, but I think yeah. I'm going to lean towards Jamar Chase. That's who I, I have. I think his play down the yeah. stretch, especially in that Chiefs game, gives him the nod. Just Mac Jones hasn't played super well in their last couple games. And I think uh, Jamar Chase gets the nod there. Hey, Gage, really, let me, yeah. Gage, let me have them three awards of joy for me. Hey, I'm fine with it. Just let me let me talk about my Steelers every once in a blue moon. Dude, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you were saying. I think right, Ryan. You finish your what you're saying. Yeah, that, that's all I was. Oh. All I, was uh, I think I think if Jamar Chase was like, because there was a stretch where Jamar Chase went through a few rough games, and mm-hmm. Mac Jones, and he hit that earlier than Mac Jones did. Yeah. I honestly personally think it would be a complete different story if Mac Jones would have played worse in the middle of the year, kind of like Jamar Chase did. Yeah. But, I mean, it's fresh in those the selection committee's mind. Like, exactly. Uh, Mac Jones hit that rough patch at the end of the year when they lost the Colts, they lost the Bills, they lost the Dolphins. Like, wow. woohoo, they put up 50. It was against the Jacks. I 1,000% <laughs> agree with everything that's happening, but also you got to look, Mac Jones didn't start the year great either. Yeah, I mean he played well. I mean he stayed. I mean he didn't Brady. play bad. He stayed. He didn't play Brady. bad. Yeah, but that's kind of how. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, I sh- yeah. Yeah. Brady, do you know what records did Jam- did Jamar Chase break any records he, this year? I know yes, Jalen Waddle broke Ocho Cinco's record for franchise receiving yards for the Bengals in a season. 
Okay, I'm talking. He, I'm talking more oh, league. Oh, league he one. broke the rookie receiving yards record, and I, I okay. think I want to say touchdowns too, but I'm not sure. I think no, he didn't. Randy no, Moss didn't. had oh. more touchdowns. I think Randy Moss had like 17 in his rookie year. Jamar Chase had like 13. I want to say because right. I know Jalen Waddle broke the yards. receptions. Yeah, Jalen Waddle yeah. ended with like 102 receptions. I want to say. So, yeah, I mean, but Jamar Chase broke the receiving yards yeah. because Justin Jefferson yeah. broke it the year before. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. He beat okay. his teammate out. Yeah, be his LSU teammate. Um, yeah, and I and I know he didn't break Randy Moss's touchdown record because yeah. that like that's what they were going on all season. Okay. Um, like 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 we said for the offensive player of the year, same thing. Either one wins it. I'm cool with it, but Jamar oh. Chase deserves it. They both deserve it, but I think Jamar Chase deserves it more. If it was possible to give a tie, I would. Yeah, I yeah, think that would they, definitely did be they the one. A couple years ago, I thought they did. Why did I think they did with Josh Jacobs? Was Josh Jacobs and Kyler Murray the same draft class? I have no idea. Anybody know? I don't. I might be wrong, but. Um, Let's see. I don't. I'm not positive, but I know that Kyler Murray won Rookie of the Year. I don't think anyone tied with him. He won. He won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I was about to say. So I might. I might be wrong. I think I'm. I don't know if there's ever been a tie, but I feel like there had been. Oh, hey, Saquon won 2018. I knew that, but still, just want to put that out there for my guy Saquon. All right, on the def- defense. Somehow uh, Brady will tie that into Bengals. Yeah, I'll find a way. Well, Joe Mixon's better. Yeah, well, Joe Mixon has had, had a better season. Hey, hey, neither. Okay, I, little... I can tie it in. Neither of them have offensive lines. Oh Let me clap gosh. it up for that. Not... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, on to defensive rookie of the year. Same with defensive player of the year. Uh, I'm going to no give doubter. I'm going to give Ryan back to back here since this is kind of a no doubter. Micah yeah. Parsons. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to no. save Charlie's time here for next year. He's going to go with Booth as Defensive Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Andrew Booth. Stud. Um, Top 10 pick. <laughs> that reminds um, me, I saw a mock draft today, and it had Stingley at like 12. It just oh, it had him falling out of the top 10. I was, I was amazed by it. Wow. That's, that's something. It was the one that uh, – BR gridiron posted. That's terrible. That's just like because they hadn't football. gone to the Eagles at It's just 12. like pro football focus putting Kenny Pickett not even in the first round. Like no. Hey, back to defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, sorry. Um, like defensive player of the year. Not much to say. Mike Parsons. He's he's a stud. He's even in defensive player of the year talks. But yeah, but TJ TJ Watts person. No one's in defensive player of the year talks besides my man TJ. Yeah. Um, on to this is a this is a this is a tough one too. Comeback player of the year, Joe Burrow. Well, yeah, yeah. That's Joe it's between Joe, Joe Burrow and Dak Prescott. Um, I think it's too wide for Dak to come back in that. Yeah, I think Joe Burrow. If you look at the quality of team that he took to the playoffs versus Dak, mm-hmm. like the and Bengals the com- as an overall team and competition wise. Yep. Their competition was a lot more stiff, and the team was not as good coming into it. And he took them and made them a playoff team. 
Oh, like high-quality playoff team. Yeah. But at the at the same time, at the beginning of the year, I probably would have taken the Bengals defense over Cowboys defense. If, not if I were not. No, not now. Cowboys been showing out. I just look at coming into this season, I don't think anyone would have considered Joe Burrow a top five quarterback. No. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree with you. I'm saying Joe Burrow is the comeback player of the year, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Uh, just to, I got a quick question. Anybody know this? I know Joe Burrow tore his, tore his ACL, but did he get meniscus? It, yeah, he, he yeah. like tore everything in his knees. ACL, ACL, and meniscus. Oh, wow. He, I didn't know he got MCL, too. Yeah, yeah, he had all three. Wow. That, that, that's, that's the part that sticks out to me is he came, he came back from all three of those. And in the AFC North, led the Bengals. I'm saying ten and six because their their seventh loss was with Brandon Allen at quarterback. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But all right, on to coach of the year. I think I know where Brady's going to go with this. You're damn right, you do. I want to take it actually. If I'm I giving it to Brady. Zach Taylor, Cincinnati Bengals. What a coach, man! What a coach. And if you boys remember. Both Andy and Brady at the beginning of the year said Zach Taylor was on the hot seat. Boys, I, I, I said it this, at like seven, dude. I, I was looking this up the other day. He was at my number three on my hot seats for the coaches going into the season. I give us that five for me. And I mean, honestly, can you blame me? No. If he had a bad no, year, nobody he was expected. Yeah. Nobody expected this. No. Absolutely not. Everyone expected them to be either three or four in the division. Yeah, not first. I yeah. think he did really well, but I have somebody else, actually. Okay. I do, too. My, I, yeah, my... I have Zach Taylor at one, but then my number two is – I'll let you guys say your number one first, but I got a number two guy listed, too. I've got Mike Vrabel, Tennessee. Ooh. 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 I like that. My number one is of a team that I'm not the biggest fan of. He's Matt LaFleur. That's my number two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to let Ryan, who said his first, Ryan, I want you to elaborate on your Mike Vrabel pick, who I like. I do. I like that pick a lot. I can I can see where he's coming from. On yeah. That. I, I, let's, I, let's just, your back. I, I compare it. Matt LaFleur and Green Bay, you've got an MB, back-to-back MVP quarterback. Yep. And then a top five receiver in the NFL and Devontae Adams. Number one. Yeah. Arguably uh, number one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus Mike Vrabel, I mean, that's an average Tennessee team who lost Derrick Henry halfway through the season. That was my thing, was the Derrick Henry. That's what... But you lose him in October, and he still takes him all the way to the one seed in the playoffs. Yeah. My only thing with Matt LaFleur, though, is no one thought their defense was going to be good. But I mean... Like, no one. But I mean, how can you... I, I see what you're saying... But it's hard to put Lafleur with the defense, just because if he's anything, he helps with the offense. Yeah, yeah, he's really not a defensive-minded coach, and but obviously, I, like you can still bring him into that conversation with their defense was good. Obviously, exactly. But when you look at the state of the program when he became coach, mm-hmm. the Packers have always been good. I mean, Mike McCarthy's yeah. last few years were kind of anomalies. The Titans were never somebody that were really fighting for Super Bowls or anything of that nature. Yeah, Honestly, I think they're kind of in this. They're kind of in the same spot as the 
Bengals almost because like they no one really expected them to be that good. Are you saying are you saying the Titans? Yes. Yeah. The Titans. Okay. Yeah, I think the Titans. Came everyone in expected. With... Everyone expected Packers to win the NFC North. Well, yeah, that was that was obvious. <laughs> yeah, I think the Titans came into it. I would have seen them as like a wild card kind of get in on the the last week or two. Not a a one seed. Um, who? I mean, they didn't even have to have somebody else lose to win the one seed. They just won it outright in week seventeen or week yeah, eighteen. I was going to say they were the. They would be like a four seed because they would win their division still. Yeah. Because like, at the beginning of the year, I probably Titans, would have taken the Titans over the Colts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing with the Titans, even though they won, they won both games against the Colts with Derrick Henry. The fact that they were able to who the Colts, we everybody, all all of us thought they were going to make the playoffs easily with their remaining schedule. Yeah, they played the Jags and the and the Raiders. Um, but you're like, oh, Titans are Titans are probably going to lose the division. Um, they're going to get it. I mean, the Colts are going to steal it from them. And the Titans just don't get me wrong; they had a bad game against the Texans. But like Ryan said, the way Mike Vrabel coached that team and kept them like you got to think how like that locker room acted. Like, holy shit, we just lost our best player. Like, yeah. They didn't even phase them. They kept playing, and like, Ryan just, Danahill stepped up, and that whole team stepped up, and yeah, they just kept going. And now they're set up to give Derrick Henry another week to come back, and then they're gonna play the lowest seed in the AFC. So they're in a really good place. Um, you guys got any final touches? I think I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, pretty much hit it. All right. Uh, just review. Uh. We're going to go through like the average of who we all picked. Uh, MVP, we all picked Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Offensive player of the year, me, Ryan, and Brady picked Cooper Cup. And Gage picked uh, Jonathan Taylor. I had Def- Defensive player of the year, obviously TJ Watt, all four of us. Offensive rookie of the year, all four of us picked Jamar Chase, but uh, Mac Jones was in second. Defensive rookie of the year, we all picked Mike Parsons. Uh, comeback player of the year, we all picked Joe Burrow. Coach of the year, me and Brady picked Zach Taylor, and Gage picked Matt LaFleur, and Ryan picked Mike Vrabel of the Titans. Um, and we're going to hop into our second and final break of the episode, and I'm going to leave you guys with a trivia question. Haven't done one of these in a while. Um, who won the 2013 Offensive Rookie of the Year? Leave you guys with that, and we'll answer that question and then hop into our takeaways from the national championship. Talk about the wild card games right after the break. Touchdown, back up in the city. I just bought a bus down. Game be sliding with me, that's until the sun down. Fell in low on it's like to watch them rain down. Uh, got up all the bench, I'm in the game. Now. High, 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 high. Baby, we slide. Welcome back. And to answer our trivia question. This is a little bit of a this was a surprise to me. The winner of the 2013 Offensive Rookie of the Year was running back Eddie Lacy for the Green Bay. Packers. Oh my gosh. I think he's technically retired. I don't know if he's officially announced it, but it, I don't know. But the freaking tank himself. My only thought, like other thought, was Josh Gordon, but he was on the Browns, so it doesn't yeah. like meet it. Brady said Robert Griffin the third, but uh, he was 2012. So, um, yeah. 
had to throw a little random question at you guys. Keep you guys on your. Head. I forgot about the absolute unit, <laughs> a mini Mackay Beckton. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one more trivia question at us. Who won the 2017 Offensive Rookie of the Year? Was also in the NFC and is still playing. Now that one was Tom Brady. Yes, Sean Watson. That's not no, because he said NFC. Oh yeah. <laughs> was that that was Christian McCaffrey? I want to say nope. One more guess. Whoever says it. Uh, Sidney Crosby. Is Saquon. Well, no, Saquon was twenty eighteen. Oh. He was a running back. I got five. Gage Not, got anything? It wasn't book. Alvin Kamara. Yep. There we go. Ryan yeah. got it. That oh. does make sense. All right. Dang. He's on my fantasy team too. I should have known that. Um. So this segment, we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to talk about first our national championship takeaways from the Monday night game. And we're going to talk about kind of each wildcard game, kind of condense just, and then make our game picks into, based into that segment too. Just kind of talk about each game. Um, we're without our, unfortunately, without our college football analyst, Charles Halstead, today for this segment. Um, oh, un- boy. He's unfortunately unable to make it. Um, he knows how to yeah. rank the prospects. The, an- Let me the Andrew Booth specialist. Yeah, he might not be the best mock draft guy. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh no, no <laughs> chance. <laughs> but he's he, he knows his stuff when it Joe comes Burrow to, to the Packers. No, Jamar Chase to the Packers. Am I right? Hey, but he knows his stuff when he's when he's talking about college football. So we're, that dude knows every single thing about MSU. I've like anything. Ask yeah. him a question about 1920 Michigan State, and he'll probably know it. <laughs> but unable to have him with us today. But we'll we'll have him in the next one for sure. Um. Ryan, uh, I'm going to let you – what was your first just kind of anything that happened in that game that you thought was to any importance? The story of Stetson Bennett will go down in college football history Mm -hmm. and with the likes of, like, Joe Burrow's season. Yep. Um, Like, to go from barely recruited two-star to walk on, to go to JUCO, to come back to Georgia, third string – and then to end up winning the national championship and be off just to get absolutely faded the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's an unheard of story, especially playing against a team like Alabama. Yeah, he overcame a lot of other five stars and four stars, and he showed that he was a real deal. I mean, he kept his job against former five star JT Daniels. Mm-hmm. Who transferred into Georgia and Jamie Newman last year, who they everybody thought was gonna be the starter and he beat them all out and it, he deserved to win it. Yep. All right. Uh, I think the biggest story from the game though is Jamison Williams. Yeah. Tearing his ACL. Sure gonna hurt his draft stock. But personally, he's still going to go in the first round. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. I, th- I thought that was the biggest story oh, from yeah, the game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, my biggest takeaway was this was by far the best defensive college football game I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. On, my, on like the takeaways, I put a defensive master class. 
Yeah. The NCC is just setting the standards for, for football going forward. And, like, with LSU bringing in a lot of good recruits and with Brian Kelly going down there, and you got Lane Kiffin still at Ole Miss, like, the SEC. Texas A&M is projected Tech, to be, yep. like, number four. Texas A&M, too, with all the five stars they're bringing in. And with Jimbo Fisher there. It's going to be insane. But to get back to it, um, it was just – those two that high-powered of offenses, the Georgia running game, Bryce Young with his wide receivers is throwing. That dude can sling it. <laughs> oh, yeah, unbelievable. Um, Just the way that both team, both defenses shut each other down. What was the score at halftime? I want to say it was 9-6. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for that, that sounds about right. For that to be the score with those two offenses is crazy. It's crazy to me. So, Especially looking at the SEC championship game. Yeah. How high scoring that was. Mm-hmm. Um, Gage, Brady, you guys. Uh, Brady. Oh, like Brady. Brady, got a takeaway for I me? I guess I kind of said it while we were in the break, but I this was an SEC game. The field goal matchup, the defense, like that's basically yep. what it was the entire game. And I think Georgia definitely found what they were looking for in this game that they didn't have in the SEC championship, which was defense. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Georgia looked like Georgia that game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna say one more thing, and then I'll let you guys uh, take over. Um, Bryce Young may have not had his usual stellar game. Like, don't get me wrong. This is what I was gonna say. He still had a good game. <laughs> But he is still a stud. He is still uh-huh. going to go in the top five next year in the draft. Yep. It's, it's I said he's arguably one of the best – or I said he's arguably the best player in college football. Yeah. And for and then going to the other side of the ball for Alabama, Will Anderson, that dude's only a sophomore. He literally looks like he's like 25. I think he has a legit chance to win the Heisman next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was... reminds me of the one – you remember the one Baylor linebacker from a few years ago? Yeah. Sean Oakman. Sean Oakman. Yeah, yeah, he reminds me of him. Yeah. It's – that both of them to only be sophomores and both of them to be in top five in Heisman voting? Mm-hmm. Well, personally, Bryce Young should have been one and Will Anderson should have been two, my opinion. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson should not have been number two in Heisman voting. Yeah, but that's that's for a different story. I I'm sorry to say this to people, but I, the Heisman is a joke. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a very high-class honor when you win that, but, like, the voting is mm-hmm. – wow. Um, but my takeaway from that, I literally put down one sentence. Bryce Young and Will Anderson are freaking studs. It's just what I put. Yeah, everyone was, like, kind of, like, dogging him, saying he was trash because he threw two interceptions, but he still threw all, over 350 yards. Yeah. Like – you gotta you gotta really look at the numbers and that Georgia yeah I think is the best defense in college football this year without a doubt yeah I think and he ended he just sling slang oh, yeah. twice like I mean he's a stud mm-hmm. um Gage and Ryan you guys got any final things no I think I would not be surprised if it's those two teams again in the national championship next year okay all right. I would not be surprised, but you know, I gotta gotta leave that up in the air. Something happens. Uh, obviously, I don't want to sound like a bandwagon or anything, but USC is looking good. So 
so is Texas A&M. Looking like it's going to be another SEC shootout again, though. Yeah. Not taking yeah. anything from USC, of course. But that's what it looks like. That's what it looks mm-hmm. like almost every year. Um, all right. I think we all mm-hmm. kind of hit on our what we wanted for talk about the national championship game. So we're going to hop right into um, our wild card, talking about the wild card games. Um, it's kind of hard to talk about all – how many games is there? Six, each – all six games in our short amount of time. So, honestly, we're kind of just going to say each say, like, one kind of takeaway and then make our game picks. Um, so, first off, for the Bengals-Raiders game, I'll let the Bengals fan himself start off with – what. What do you think? So, who you, who do you think is gonna win the game? I you obviously think the Bengals, uh, obviously right? Obviously, I think the Bengals. Yeah. So, what do the Bengals need to do to win the game? What what is one thing they need to do to win the game? The Bengals' offense needs to not look like it needs to be consistent, like it has been. Yep. Uh, excluding the Browns game, obviously, but they need to keep doing what they're doing on offense, and then the their O line needs to show up to play. We've had like. We're, I think we're missing two starters now. Uh, they need to, they need to show up. Our secondary needs to be there because it was absent against the Chiefs in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Derek Carr can really throw the ball, so that's what we, we definitely got to defend the airtime. Joe Mixon is playing, right? Yes, he's playing. And then, okay. I mean, that's it. I'm pretty sure we're about to break the curse of Bo. Okay. Uh, uh Ryan, what do you got here? You got the Bengals. I do. I think if Joe Burrow is kept off the ground, they win the game pretty handily. Okay. Short and simple. I made a bit of a prediction for the Bengals game. Okay. I said Joe Burrow's thrown for three fifty and three touchdowns. Wow. Torching the torching the Raiders. Oh yeah. I mean, they did earlier this year. Is that kind of is that kind of what your takeaway is, Gage? You kind of. Your thing is right yeah. there. All right. And then I, I made a bit of a score prediction for each game, but I, that right. one was, uh, I said, 31-21. Okay. Actually, I like that Oh, score. that's fun. I think we should I think we should all do score predictions. I kind of like that. It's it's hard to come up with on the it fly. Is. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. We'll, right. let, we'll let Gage take over that part. We'll all let right. him okay. have it. Um, I got the Bengals. I mean, I'm wearing a Joe Burrow jersey right now, so – and I think they need to they need to use Joe Mixon. Um, mm-hmm. The Raiders lost their starting D tackle to a serious knee injury. They need to abuse that. And another thing, like Ryan said, keep Joe Burrow off the ground. They need to block Max Crosby. Watching that Sunday night game, Max Crosby was getting pressure every freaking play on Justin Herbert. So they need they need to find a way to shut him down and run the ball with Joe Mixon. I think I can. I think I can add something. The Bengals—they scared me when they played the Raiders earlier this year. The first three quarters, they kind of all their points kind of came from the fourth. I think they just need to jump the gun right away, and they just need to just start putting points on the board right away. And if they can okay. do that, I feel like they're gonna be unstoppable in this game. Um, the Saturday night game. Personally, my this is this is game of the week. Mm-hmm. Give it to me. Oh, I wasn't ready. Hold on. <laughs> there we I'd, go. I'd say either this one or the, the Rams. Yeah. The Rams Cardinals. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one as a game of the week. Um, yeah, I think I think this one's more of a game. I hate to do it, but I'm I gotta take the Bills here. Um yeah. and I'm gonna say one thing. 
it's Mac Jones is I'm not I don't want to say his inexperience, but it is his inexperience. He's never played in a playoff game. And the Bills, when they weren't didn't have to rely on the running game so much, that second game in New England, that Bills team looked scary. And that's all I'm gonna say. Agreed. Ryan, what do you got? Uh I think the Bills are very dependent on Josh Allen. If they can get other people to help him out, then I think they get the win. But if the Patriots can shut down everything else and Josh Allen has to throw the ball 50 times that game, I think the Patriots get it. So who do you but got? You I got think, the Pats? No, I got the Bills. Okay. I just that's, that's the one key that if the Patriots got the yeah. win – it would be forcing Josh Allen to throw it all around the yard. I I put Bills win a close game. Yeah, that's what I put. Uh, just to kind of, I want to say one more thing. I want, I love Mac Jones. Like uh, he's a good quarterback. He's a great guy. I want the Pats to win. I just don't think they will. They'll lose in a close game. So well, I mean, like look at their team. Who all really has a lot of post game experience or postseason experience? Yeah. I guess. Like McCordy, I mean some of the veterans on the defense. Yeah, like McCordy and Judon. Mm-hmm. But like other than that, it really happened, no one on like, their offense does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, their offense. Damian Harris does. Really none doesn't. of their wide receivers. None of the tight ends do. Exactly. Maybe the O line, but I think it's not only Mac Jones just being inexperienced. It's all of them really, besides Bill Belichick. Yep. Um. Uh, Brady, what do you got here? I mean, it just really looks like all the stars are aligning for the Bills. Tim Buffalo, they're they're hot right now, and I, the, the stars are aligning. Honestly, if I'm Bill Belichick, I would just say, screw it, start handing the ball off again, mm-hmm. you know. And then if they catch on to it by the time at the second half, then do the play action. You yeah. know, there is one man that I we all know is not inexperienced on that team, and it's Bill Belichick, and. He's, if there's like he's anyone gonna, that can play with game. a rookie quarterback and win in the playoffs, it's Bill Belichick. It's Bill Belichick. Yep. Um, personally, this the first Sunday game. I don't. It's hard. It's hard to pick a toilet bowl since all these teams are in the playoffs. But I'm gonna save the toilet bowl. Um, oh, sorry, Gage. Um, Oh, I put Bills win, or like going back to that, I put Bills win 31 27. Oh, that's the score prediction. Okay. Um, Bucks, Eagles. I got the Bucks. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I agree completely with what Ryan said earlier in the takeaways. But it's playoff. Good enough to win this game. Yeah. And it's playoff Tom Brady versus an experience in the playoff, Jalen Hurts. And. A first-year head coach, almost flattened Jalen Hurts, <laughs> <laughs> almost flat Stanley. Um, but it's going to be playoff time, Brady. Those two words, playoff time, Brady. Three words, sorry. That's three words. Yeah. Nice uh, math there. Come on, Andrew. I tra- I tra- I talked to you about this the other day. <laughs> um, Brady, what do you got here? I mean, clear cut. I got the box. No one's stopping playoff time. Well, not no one, but the Eagles for sure are not stopping playoff time, Brady. All right. Uh, uh, Gage, Gage and Ryan, whoever wants to go. I'll let Ryan go first. Like I I said, I don't think they're playing their best football, but they're not going to lose to the Eagles team that barely made it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I put I put Bucks winning a blowout, thirty eight seventeen. Okay. Um, we're gonna move on. Uh, personally, this is this one is a gonna be this is one yeah. of them. Yeah. The 49ers and the Cowboys. This is an underlooked game, honestly. It's under cowgirls. Yeah. Um. Uh, honestly, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Brady start this one off. Oh, 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 oh boy. All right. Here's the thing. Cowboys, their offense doesn't show up. They're not winning. That's all I got to say with that. And that like, is kind of how football works. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> shut, shut up. Dude. You you understand what I'm saying. If their offense is played like they have most of the season, then they're not going to get the job done. But if they can play how they did against the Eagles both those times, they have a chance. 49ers, they've looked good here to end the season out. I went 49ers. Is that okay. a hot take? Wow. Is that a hot take? I think that is. Wow. Give it to me. 49ers beat the Cowboys by three. I. Oh, that's hot. I. Don't get me wrong. I hate the Cowboys. Every every bit of me hates them. And I want to pick the 49ers just because of how well they played, but it's also Jimmy G. <laughs> that dude is the definition mm-hmm. of an inconsistent quarterback. So, if the. If the Cowboys' running game is there, they ain't losing this game. So I'm going Cowgirls. Honestly, boys, I'm just trying to make more. a comeback on the game picks. I I got to do the I, hot takes at the end here. I got to come I went through. Cowgirls, 31-24. Yeah, that's still a close game. You like you really yeah. like the 31. 31 Big is 31, the, dude, 31 is the best number, bro. I remember we were predicting the our national championship scores, and we all said 31, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, by the way, kind of check up on that. We all got the national championship game wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, right. Ryan, what do you got here? Uh, I think it's a close one, like everybody said, but uh, I don't know. It, has anybody heard how Ryan's going to try and make up on the. It's um, definitely still injured. That's all I've heard. Yeah, they said he's. Like they're limited. I looked it up earlier in class. Uh, they're limiting him in practice, and he's gonna get like the same amount of reps in the game as he did on Sunday. Or at okay. least that's what the NFL injury report said. I just think with him not fully healthy, I gotta go Cowboys. If he was fully healthy, I would honestly go 49ers here with Brady. But uh, I think if, if he's hurt. If he's hurt and he can't uh, make all the throws that they're going to need him to make, I don't think they can get the win. Okay. Now, if, he gets, if he gets hurt mid-game, I'm shitting my brain. Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs pick six to steal the game. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's a one thing, dude. They put <laughs> Trayvon versus Debo, Debo Samuel. It's Debo? like Debo. He'll get cooked. Debo. Yeah, he's getting cooked. Debo, Debo Samuel's going <laughs> to. I love the one video of AJ. I love the video of AJ Green cooking uh, Trayvon Diggs by literally running oh, straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that makes> <laughs> All right, is that it? Uh, no, we, no, we got one more game. No, or two more two games. More game. I'm talking about for this. Uh, we're done with this give it to game. me. Toilet Bowl of the Week. Yep. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has to be. Hey, let me find it. Yeah. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, you know what? I go let's, last. Give it, let's give it to <laughs> Let's give a claps up for the Steelers. Um, oh, yeah. I'm happy for them. They made the playoffs. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger with the greatest quote of all time. 
But the the first matchup of these teams that was brutal, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a repeat of that same thing. <laughs> Easily got the Chiefs. And I just realized I said the wrong score prediction for the Bucks game. That I'll was back the, this game was supposed to be okay. So the Bucks was twenty eight to ten. That was my okay. score prediction for that game. This one is thirty eight seventeen Chiefs. All right. Wait, can I just can I and just? And I'm honestly concerned we might not even score seventeen. <laughs> can I, dude, back to you guys just, only scored thirteen against the Ravens. One sec, I just opened my phone to Antonio Brown saying it probably it probably wasn't necessary or professional what he did. Probably. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> probably. What, probably. Ryan? What do you think of him? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just such a huge fan of his professionalism and sportsmanship. We could we could have a full episode of just Ryan going at Antonio. I'm calling I'm calling it Antonio Brown versus Le'Veon Bell boxing match. No, Antonio Brown. I love him about ball. as much as uh, the frostbite on his feet. <laughs> Again, man, I'm Ryan's racking him up. He's got four today. Hey, just like it. I think Antonio Brown's as good as his helmet problems. Just make sure none of those uh, don't be a mover for Antonio Brown because you might get clocked in the head. <laughs> okay. I would say Brown Day. Bonta's um, <laughs> perfect. He's going to Miles Garrett, some mover. <laughs> Brady and Ryan, what do you guys got for the Chiefs uh, Steelers game? <laughs> I I got Chiefs forty one to ten. Oh, geez. <laughs> okay. Chiefs, I thought are, I was being Chiefs are absolutely gonna clap their cheeks. There it is, boys. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you got it. You got it in there. Patty's especially gonna sling all. No, over can I just him. say, especially with Najee not being a hundred percent. He's your best you player right now. I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, watch it. No, I'm not saying this is gonna happen because I know it won't. But watch us come out and score like thirty in the first half. <laughs> You're gonna come out score thirty in the first half, and the Chiefs and then somehow lose. Go, yeah, and get shut out in the off. second. Yep. <laughs> and somehow lose. They're gonna win. Uh, we'll swap what we normally do. We'll get shut out in the second half instead of getting <laughs> shut out in the first. Uh, yeah, I got Chiefs See big. It. If you didn't get the message. I'm going to actually break from you all, and I think it's going to be a close one. Oh, Oh, okay. I thought it was going to say Steelers take it. But I don't think – I think 75% of their points for the Steelers are going to be defensive points. Oh. Because – You get a little T.J. Watt scoop and score? Scoop and scores and pick sixes because you look at the one – the two issues that the Chiefs have had this year are interceptions and fumbles. And the one thing that the Steelers bring to this game is creating turnovers and their defensive prowess. As and long as it, Cameron Hayward doesn't hit a quarterback in the head again. Like, if they if they get after <laughs> – I mean, look at how the Bucks beat the Chiefs last year. They brought pressure every play, and a really effective pass rush got Patrick Mahomes totally out of his element. Mm-hmm. And so if you bring a good pressure against him and you get like the Steelers secondary make some plays, I think they can they can keep it close. Okay. And and the clutch, like a game winning drive, I don't know, you gotta go with experience. Whether Ben's arm can hold up to to it if they had to do a two minute drive, I'll even his legs. 
Yeah. But <laughs> the absolute dude, dude, tree in the backfield. Game winning drive, they need to get him on a wheelchair. <laughs> they got to have the trainers start pushing him around. Oh, I want to roll out. Roll out this way. <laughs> oh. But, I mean, he did it against the Ravens uh, in a clutch situation. So, he's shown he can do it. Dude, he's... But, I, yeah. I, 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 like I could see, I, you I know what? So what do you, what, what do you think the score is going to be? <laughs> what do you think the score is going to be, Ryan? I think 31-28. Ooh. Oh, all right. I feel like this is either a close game or the Chiefs blow them out, but I have to see no way in my mind. Where Too the Steelers close. Win. <laughs> I think the only way the Steelers win is a late interception that like sets up a game-winning field goal. All right. All right. Is that last time we played the Chiefs in Arrowhead in a playoff game, though, we did blow them out. All right. Okay. Do we give them a hot take for making it close? No. <laughs> no. <All right>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ryan's got to have his daily, his daily hot take every time he's on. Yep. There you go. I think I should get a buzzer for all the Antonio Browns. I mean, I'm just nervous. I've been coming yeah, up. Yeah, I was literally thinking about that in my head. I'm going to go post that right was, now. No, give him like a ding. Is there a ding? I'm just going to remind myself right now, post that it. You got to add some sounds after those jokes because it, it's got to happen, dude. I, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I'm trying to keep him coming. <laughs> He's thinking of them. Don't worry. Um, every episode from now to Antonio Brown jokes on his phone. (laughs) (laughs) Every episode from now to 2023, every time you do an Antonio Brown joke. Wow. Yes. I'll have one for every episode. That'll be my goal. (laughs) He's trying to find, he's trying to find like Antonio Brown, like highlight films from high school, just so he can flame him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, final game Rams Cardinals. This is going to be another great game. Um, uh-huh. oh, I got the Rams. I think uh, they choked. They choked against the 49ers, choked 17, but they looked good the first half, and they've looked, they looked good the last time they played the Cardinals, and the Cardinals haven't looked good. It's just a simple way to put it. The Cardinals have not beaten God, but Matt, Matt Stafford scares me recently. Mm-hmm. But Matt Stafford scares me. Right, let, let Ryan, let's, let's, let's let Ryan say his piece. So here it's here, it's here. Well, I throw it back to a couple weeks ago when I first made my first appearance on here and got a hot <laughs> take for saying the Cardinals had not beaten anybody good. Yeah. And this was when they were like seven and three. And I said that they were not what they were cracked up to be. And uh, I mean, looking at the way they've played, they're not, they're not playing a playoff caliber. They just lost to Seattle who is in total rebuild mode. And they lost um, the Lions. And the Lions, and, I mean, they didn't beat anybody good. And so I completely favor the Rams here. Okay. I think Stafford will figure out the turnovers. He'll be fine. Hey, this is a serious question. Anybody heard anything about DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, I don't think he's playing for the playoffs. Okay, because – Pretty sure I heard that. There was talk that, like, he was going to make it back for the playoffs, but I haven't seen anything on it. No, so. I, I was told that he was out for the entire playoffs. Oh, did you hear from the Cardinals? Like He was told yeah, by yeah, a reliable my, – My friend Cliff Kingsbury, he was, like, texting me last night. He oh, was okay. like, I don't think D-Hop's going to make it for the playoffs. Right. Since, since you're, like, the Adam Schefter. Yeah, of... I mean, yeah, me and my man Cliff go way back. I mean <laughs> – 
I don't know why I just thought of this. I think it was because Ryan mentioned the Seahawks. Uh, something we forgot about in breaking news was Quandre Diggs's broken leg. Oh, yeah. I didn't even hear about that, but okay. His ankle was twi- – literally his foot was uh-huh. 180 degrees around. Oh, like mine? Watch the yeah, TV. like Andy's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Dude, Andy's was more like down by the 90 other team degree. This was team. 180. <laughs> Dude, when Ryan when Ryan was starting with this game, I thought he was just gonna be like, "All right, so hopping back to Antonio Brown." <laughs> I laughed in my mind a little bit. Um, Brady, Brady and Gage, what do you guys got? Gage, you take it. I I I also have the Rams, and let me pull up my score prediction. I have Rams twenty seven seventeen. All right, all right, I all right. Here we go. Your boy's entered. I'm going. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna go Rams. He's going Cardinals. No, I'm okay. going. I'm going. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, I'm going Rams. <laughs> and you know, cards without D Hop, it's just, uh, it's just not gonna happen. Uh, especially if the Rams secondary played like they did against the Cardinals the last time, and I feel like I've said that so many times. But if that's what happens, then the Rams. Yeah, I mean, this is easy for them. Light work, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Rams thirty-one twenty-four. My sports pick. Right. Um, if you guys don't have any uh, last touches, I think we're good on that. Yeah. I don't have anything else. Yeah, that's right. it for me. Um, I just wanted to touch up on our because I know we made game picks for Christmas, or the Christmas Day picks. And our college football bowl game picks. I just wanted to hit on those real quick at the end of this podcast. Um, for college football, out of the nine games we picked games for, I went to five for nine. Not very good. Um, Brady went five for nine as well. Our guy, Mr. Gage Voda, went a fat four for nine. Yikes. Um, Kentucky. Our, yeah, Gage. Those, those damn Kentucky. Penn State Nittany Lions. <laughs> Um, <laughs> our, our college football analyst won this competition, which is a good sign. Um, Thank God. Charlie went seven for nine. That's what you picking, decided. That's only picking, he picked Andrew Booth seven out of nine times. <laughs> only picking, only picking Ole Miss in the national championship game wrong. And then our guy Ryan with in second place went six for nine. And then hopping into our Christmas Day picks, uh, the NBA games, I just had to look these up before the episode started because <laughs> I don't even know who won them. Um, I went four for five. Gage went three for five. And then Brady and Ryan went four for five. And that's all we got for today. Um, we're looking forward to a great weekend of wild card weekend for the NFL. Um, we're most likely – Look forward for a NHL podcast either tomorrow or Friday. And um, we'll talk to you guys next week after this uh, super wildcard weekend. And hope you guys have a great rest of your week and enjoy some football. Keep your stick on the ice.